Hi, what? friends. Welcome back. Oh, welcome, welcome. To, to our podcast. It's crazier you're in my, my business. business. We're your hosts. Tavi. And Becky Lynn. Yeah. We're so happy that you joined us again. Extremely happy. It's been too long. It really has. What a week, right? Yeah. Yeah. How's your week I been, mean, Tavi? I mean, my week was fine. Um, not like a terrible amount happened because I don't do much during the pandemic. Um. Hit 100K on TikTok. Very exciting. Congratulations. And uh, yeah, so that was exciting. And then uh, not, like I said, not much else. Ate some donuts with you. Oh, they were so good. I love donuts so much. They're the best dessert. I tore those donuts up too. Wow. What a good day. She had a lot of donuts. He did. Um, And then aside from that, I haven't, I haven't really done much. What did you do this week? Well, um, yesterday my boyfriend scratched his cornea and my friend came over and got way too wasted. So first of all, I was going to ignore that part of what happened. Oh, was it you? Shut up. (laughs) Since you're telling, I asked what went on in your week. That was my week. Oh my God. Okay. (laughs) That was yesterday, but Ah. since we're going to talk about it, um, just for everyone listening, one of my dearest friends in the world allowed me to poison myself with alcohol last night. <laughs> she That's care, what you're going to go she with? She didn't care about my well-being. You started this. <laughs> I didn't care about your well-being, I, I but I was the one that wouldn't let I, you drive home because I this bitch was mixing Tito's with Mike's harder lemonade, two tall cans, okay? Just out here on a suicide wish in my living room. <laughs> And she saw it and was like, carry on. So <laughs> what am I like, going to say to you? You're a grown adult. I mean, she could have just been like, Tavi, I don't think that's the best decision. And you 100 percent would have listened to me had I said we that. Can't, we can argue about back and forth about the hypotheticals <laughs> of what I would or would not have done. But it didn't happen because someone doesn't love me as much as I thought they did. I think that I just felt like this was an important lesson for you to learn on your own. Okay. And did you? Did I? Learn a lesson? Did I? I don't know. I'm asking. So then what did we accomplish? I'm asking you. Did you learn a lesson? No, I don't know. I don't know that I learned anything. Okay. Well. I feel like crap though. That's enough. much better than I did this morning. I threw up four times. Yeah, that's rough. Four times. That is a lot. Well, I'm glad you're feeling better now. You've been drinking water. I've been drinking water. I finally had something to eat. I had- yeah, like 24 hours later. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, literally. Because I couldn't. That was the problem. Is I could, It was hard to get water down even because I was just shaking and sweating. I couldn't stand. Like, every time I got up, I just felt like I was going to fall over. It was not a good, like, dehydration is bad. Yeah, it was like, a pretty unfortunate situation yeah. for you. No, it was I not was fine. The, it was not the greatest, but that shower hit different this morning <laughs> it really does <laughs> when you're dehydrated isn't it wild how like when you're dehydrated when water just touches your skin yeah, was like, the way you drink water through your whole body it's mm. so phenomenal although i heard you don't actually absorb water through your skin like not to like the depths of it like you know it won't I mean? like, quench your thirst no yeah it, it yeah. absorbs in like the first like couple layers or something mm-hmm. of the you know of the skin but it doesn't really like the dermis yeah i don't know science epidermis I don't know. But I know it just doesn't absorb all the way in because we have to get water into our bloodstream. So tonight on the podcast, I am drinking water. Oh, look at that. Yes. I love that for you. It doesn't hurt. It doesn't. Physically. Emotionally. 
This is, you know. Yeah, how are you feeling emotionally? I mean, I'm, well, I'm tired. Actually, right now I'm not, I'm, I'm fine. Okay, that's, yeah. well, I really appreciate you taking the time <laughs> to share this with us on your own volition and definitely not by feeling pressured by anybody outing your Yeah, no, my friends drinking just experience. like the world to know that I, I'm a mess. But actually, I like you guys to know. Hi, I'm Tavi and I'm a mess. <laughs> your friendly neighborhood mess who sh- just sits in her shit all day. She's fine with it. Um, well, my week has been fine. Yeah, um, that's what I, you're supposed to be talking about instead of my thing. But go on. <laughs> I got a new bar cart and I feel really excited about that. A very oh, yeah. like old timey bar cart in our living room. Um it I is. like it a lot. It's not. It's very old, like seventies, eighties inspired. Yeah, bar cart, double shelf. It's gold, mirrored shelves. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I'm really happy about it. I wanted one. I found one on Wayfair, and uh, it was a little bit smaller than the one I got. And then I went to Home Goods, and it was perfect. It was right there. It was waiting for you me. You got it on Wayfair. No, that one is from Home Goods. Oh, but the okay. one I initially wanted was um, on Wayfair. It was called the Chicago Bar Cart. Oh. Not that you care at home, but this one's cuter than well, that. I just because thought we weren't oval. buying from Wayfair because people thought they were like trafficking children. Wasn't that disproven? I don't know what was disproven. I'm asking. Oh, I don't. I mean, I really don't know either, but I'm sure that Amazon is also selling some shady shit on Amazon. And absolutely. You know, that company controls a lot of our lives. Um, but I think it's been nice being able to share some of these things with you listeners. And that is what we intend to do with the rest of this episode, because the theme of this episode is getting to know us. Yeah, just like stuff about us, things that you wanted to know. Um, we will get back to answering, um, the rest of your questions, offering advice. Yes. So if you still want to submit, please feel free to, uh, but we'd love to let you guys get to know us a little bit. And since people submitted questions about us or some more abstract, yeah, some stuff just like they want our insight. And so we're here for that too. If you guys have those kinds of questions, feel free to send them in. Um, But let's jump right into it. Our first question is, what older show still holds up today? Oh, man. What older show still holds up today? Okay. Also, really quick about this question. So what are we considering as far as like, what, like, what is the time cutoff for a show that still holds up today? Where are we, are we, do we have like a bracket and a time, a year bracket for an older show? I think initially I wanted to say like anything older than like the last 20 years, like before 2000s, but maybe before the 90s, maybe that would be, because I think the 90s thing started radically changing very quickly, year mm-hmm. by year, as far as like, um, you know, women's rights and like being outspoken in media i mean we're talking we think about the 90s we start getting into like late 90s is sex in the city territory oh and i'm not saying so bad so right. problematic but sex i'm not in saying the city. that it, like that doesn't i'm not saying that that one necessarily holds up but i would yeah. say that i would want to look at stuff pre-1990 pre-1990 okay right. then you know what I really love, and I still love rewatching. I feel like it holds up, and it's mm-hmm. still very funny. Is Family Matters? I love Harriet Winslow. Okay. I love the Winslows in general. Mm-hmm. I love when Harriet Winslow goes in and she is requesting a promotion from her boss, and she like uses raising her family as like her work experience, and it was a very powerful monologue. But I also I really enjoy Family Matters. I think it's a good show. That might be, yeah, I'm going to pick that one. 
it's family matters for me. What's yours? Um, I always say the Golden Girls. Um, Golden Girls is great. And I don't necessarily know that it would hold up to a lot of people because there are some very problematic things. But I think they tackle them really well. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm, I think that even uh, the stuff that is problematic that they don't necessarily like fully, you know, come back to like the middle on is very indicative of their age and the time, which I think is it resonates. It was by design, yeah. I think, yeah, because so it was still through the gaze I, and experience. So I love that. What's the next question? What good habit did you pick up in isolation? I feel like I picked up a couple of good habits, and they were short lived. Um. I was really good about making the bed every day for a while. That was a good habit. There was all little things. We were really healthy for a while. I was jogging every day for a while. That didn't last. But my latest new habit is being on a very good vitamin regimen. And I feel great. Okay. I feel really good. Becky takes a lot of vitamins. I take a lot of vitamins. Um, I take two vitamins and they're gummies. I... I take like five different types, I think, but I take a, at least two of those. And right, ginger root, collagen, women, two women's multi, an energy one. I take four vitamin Ds. Five. Oh, and, and two probiotics. I take a lot, but I feel really good. Probiotic, that's for like your intestine. For gut health. Yeah. Gut yeah. Health. I take ginger root and probiotics because I have a, a really bad gut. It's Do you? Like, yeah, it's really, really problematic. I'm sorry. Um, constant issues all the time. But yeah, that's. She's made think, improvements. I feel like I we all started a vitamin regiment during isolation because I do take vitamins, not as many as Becky, but I also started that during isolation. That was a great habit for me. Well, we could all only make so many loaves of banana bread. Absolutely. Why were we all making bread? <laughs> Can we talk about why when isolation started, did we all decide we were going to cook like we've never cooked before? It was weird. For like the first like what six months? Oh in, yeah, we were like I was baking cakes. I made bread. I was like, let's get everything. Let's look at these recipes. What are we doing? Yeah, we just all had the time, and I think everybody yeah. was really excited about having grocery delivery. Mm-hmm. I think that that was a very like exciting new change. <laughs> yeah, and uh, we were all also. I think we were all getting a little bit tired of watching all the same stuff on Netflix. Like everybody watched Tiger King. Everybody watched. Was it was you? You came out during pandemic, right? No, maybe you didn't watch it until the pandemic because that was like what we pandemic around. We pandemic. (laughs) We just we got into our our pandemic groove in March. In March, yeah. Yeah, so did you not watch it when it first came out? Because I No, I feel like I probably did, but I also think that the last year has melded together into it genuinely has um not <laughs> not very rigid months yeah um but i remember there were, i'm sure there were other things that we were all watching i just can't remember what any of them are right now we watched girlfriends yeah, we pretty recently girlfriends yes all the way through did you see how abruptly it ended did you make it to the end no i didn't finish yet see yeah okay we shouldn't even be talking about this because we're supposed to be talking about my good habit that i picked up in isolation 
Um, yeah, vitamins, but I think I don't have too many good habits that I end up picking I don't know. up. TikTok seems I like it was a pretty good habit that I you picked up. I don't know that up. that's a habit as much as, okay, I mean, <laughs> fine. I think I would be, let's say maybe a change, like a bad habit for me. I started going to sleep before midnight. Ooh, that's good. So like that's been like an interesting take in most cases. Every now and again, it like slips away from me. But for the mm-hmm. most part, I am not staying up. I used to stay up to like 4 a.m. regularly. Yeah. And it was just that was my life. The beginning of the pandemic, I think, was like that. I was on a lot of Zoom calls yeah. with other comics and I was getting very drunk and we were Zooming until 3 or 4 in the morning. Yeah. But I was the only one on those Zoom calls that still had work at 7.30, um, which was not ideal. So yeah. my sleep schedule was pretty fucked for a while. You know what? Mm-hmm. In addition to the vitamins, I quit smoking. She quit smoking. That's a good habit. A good habit that I picked up was like breathing from the depths of my lungs every day. Yeah. That's I've never. Nice. I don't smoke. I've tried. Not for me. I love it. <laughs> I but, know. Well, but I'm better for not doing it anymore. Addiction, I'm just like, I can't get into it. Yeah. I mean, it's mostly my medication that just makes it not as satisfying anymore. But is it? It's, it's, it's nice. It's yeah. Nice. Having like full, well, you know, more lung capacity. Yeah. I You're like good. that. All right. Well, let's go. Our third question is, do you think there will be a pandemic art boom? Yes. 100% yes. I think that we'll see an increase in the production of all mediums of art, um, whether it's music or sculpture or painting, stand-up comedy, new TV shows, uh, everything. Yeah. I think there will just be like a big burst of content ready for people to consume. And I think people will be really excited to consume it. I think yeah. that the economy of art will be thriving for a little while. There will be a definite uptick in people making money from their art. For sure. And then, you I know. I think we're already we'll, seeing that a lot. Yeah, I agree. Um, we'll, I mean, we'll probably like settle back to like close to where we were pre-pandemic. But I definitely think we'll see like a big, a big boom for a while. What about you? What do you think? Um, yeah, I definitely think that we're we're seeing it in the beginning. I'm I go back and forth with like what life looks like as we start lifting restrictions and things like that. Mm-hmm. So I almost don't know if it's going to be like a recognizable boom. Because I keep go- well, yeah, because I don't know what that looks like. I don't know. I mean, every time I say when this is over, you give me a side eye like it may never be over. Things will never return. So then I'm just like, well, if it doesn't return, then are we going to really like see it? Or are people just going to be consuming more in their homes? And we'll see it in like in that way in ratings. I think because I think there's still going to be be, tons of people who don't want to go to crowded places. But I also what I think is also very interesting is the fact that what we've seen during the pandemonium is that people now have access that they didn't previously have Mm -hmm. to certain types of entertainment. Like, we didn't see a lot of, um, like, 
comedy shows on we didn't see any comedy shows on zoom yeah why we didn't would we? see like live stream shows in the same but i mean i think people were like live streaming concerts on facebook and things like that we did have that yeah but i think that this will become more of a permanent fixture in live entertainment um and i think because of that it will more people will have access like the people that don't want to leave that don't want to be out around other people will still have access to um entertainment that they that they still want to see i agree with that i think that more people will continue the the like live stream absolutely i think that we're gonna see um concerts and comedy shows be streamed live like from the club yeah maybe not in like a zoom show setting but i think more people are going to be conscious of the fact that there's money to be made yes from people (laughs) sitting at home honestly because people are greedy i mean it's not and it's not a bad idea if you don't want to go to the club because guess what clubs two item minimum yeah it's expensive right so i mean there's and it's getting there it's the uber and the babysitter and what does that look like though or do you think that like punchline would let us live stream a show i think i could see punchline putting on oh you think them they do it specific shows yeah i don't think i wouldn't be able to just live stream the show that i'm on I mean, I think you could live stream your set, but I think we could do that beforehand. But because everybody has to give their consent, right? For Right. But um, I mean, it's not hard getting comedians to give their consent to be shown to other people. Yeah, but... Like, I can see me getting every comic on a lineup to say, hey, 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 yeah, do you want to do this? And they're like, yeah. Well, I guess I'm looking at it, too, from the perspective of, like, a more conventional show, like a weekend. I don't see a headliner in a feature being like, yeah, go ahead and stream my show. Depends or who the my is. set. Well, yeah, but like a lot of times they're working on something that they don't necessarily want to be recorded. And as soon as something gets streamed on on Facebook, somebody can just be recording that stream, putting True. it out on another platform. True. You know. Um, so I think on like a, a a lower, like a more local level, yeah, I think that I think Punchline would probably be on board with that. So, but like a showcase, we could stream that. Yeah, I think we should stream that. I mean, it's because not up that to gives, us. Yeah. Ron, if you're listening, there's an idea. Yeah, Ron, Take Molly, it up the ladder. Take um, it up the ladder, <laughs> sir. I just assume that Molly would never be listening to this. But Ron might, if he has the time. Probably doesn't, but if you did, take it up the ladder, sir. Well, if you're here, Ron, hi. Hi. Okay. Um, our last question that was um, submitted to us is um, if someone gave you a box Containing everything you've ever lost, what is the first thing you'd look for? I like it. I like the question. It gives me pause every time. I, I like it. this question a lot. I don't know that I have like a very interesting answer to it. I don't think I'm looking for things that I've lost anymore because I've made peace with having lost them. So I don't know as far as like physical items. I couldn't think of one thing right now. Um, more like abstract items. It would just be. Yeah, I don't know that I would be looking for anything. I feel like I really am or at least have like tried to make a conscious decision to be at peace with the things that I've lost. And I don't really think about them too much. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think that like I'm not somebody who has a lot of regrets. I don't go on missing things. Um, and even like when it comes to missing people, I 
reason that like you know people leave your life for any number of reasons heck um i was started to think about this question in terms of like yeah if there's somebody i'd lost maybe to just like death Mm -hmm. if i you know if i could go looking for them or find them and even that i because i lost my aunt when i was 15 years old my great aunt Mm -hmm. and that was really devastating for me because she was like my grandmother she was my grandmother's sister and um my grandmother was not alive during my life, my biological grandmother, at least. And so she took on, you know, that kind of role for me and my mom. And I thought about the idea of going, um, of saying like, yeah, if I lost a person, she would be the person. But then I also know that if my aunt was still alive and hadn't died when I was 15, I wouldn't be sitting here having this conversation with you. Like, she was such a different the person motivating wise mm-hmm. um, and like just traditional and religious. And it was, I kept a lot of my religion for her towards like, you know, m- just in my early years. Cause she was that person. She to me was the example of like the Christian you would hope people to be, who's just like kind and not judgmental, even though she was traditional, she understood like mm-hmm. other people go through their own journeys and I love that. And I feel like I wanted to be just like her, kind and funny. Um, and she didn't have any kids of her own. Um, so I think me and my mom felt a lot of responsibility to, you know, being to trying to meet her, even though she never put an expectation on us. It was just because yeah. she was such a to try to like continue. Yeah, her legacy she was just like of such just... a light. You wanted to continue. You wanted yeah. to continue it. Um but she passed away and like I could say for one, I wouldn't have dated a guy who was 21 when I was 16. Never would have happened. <laughs> oh, my God. No, but I mean, I start thinking about yeah. the, the things in life. It just wouldn't have happened because she would have said something mm-hmm. in a way that my mom would not have because my mom was more like concerned with me being happy and not pushing me away. My aunt was just she told it like it was. So your I mean, aunt would be in the box. Is that I mean, if she's the person I lost. But I don't, but like I said, I couldn't go looking for her because I wouldn't be me. Like if I, I can't, you know, I don't know that it would be worth doing. To, you I know? guess, yeah, maybe I didn't think about it in that way. Because like when I think of losing something, I think of it being like misplaced instead of thinking of it being like gone forever. So like, I guess I don't. Yeah, I didn't really consider it like in Well, yeah, that way. I was just trying to think of it from different angles, like yeah. of different meanings for loss, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, I lost her, but I wouldn't be who I am today if she wasn't, you know, if things didn't happen the way they did. Yeah. I'm not happy I lost her, but I am me. I'm a comedian as opposed to like, I probably would have gone to college for more than a semester. Like that would have been a complete, you know, mm-hmm. I would have had motivation outside of myself to keep like doing something like that and would have taken me a lot longer to realize what I love and I love comedy Mm -hmm. and I don't think that I would even be a comedian really no because it would have crossed my mind like all of the things like I'm a comedian very specifically because two of the people who broke my heart loved comedy and it was very spiteful I have a joke about it I've I've told the joke and it's honest it's Mm -hmm. very true they liked comedy and I wanted to I wanted them to see me online and i've actually made that happen it's made me very happy because my exes have hit me up and been like oh i just saw that video like when chris evans retweeted it and everything i'm like yep that's what i wanted i wanted them to see me do better than them at something they love doing because i was hurt and i was yeah 
I love a vengeful plan. Yeah. That's and it's, it's working out for me. So, you know, let spite fuel you is okay, what I'm well, saying. I don't know if that's the message. Um, but if we're going to be more practical with it, because we're getting all deep and blah, 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 I'm sorry to bring it down. Um, I had, I know, I, I know this one as far as like an item I lost my wooden heart on a gold chain. It was great. I loved it. It was my favorite piece of jewelry and I don't know where it is. <laughs> I don't know where it is because it was so it was just there's something about wooden jewelry to me gets me every time I love a wooden earring I have two pairs of wooden earrings that I love a wooden bracelet wooden jewelry I think a lot for me too is because I have uh, sensitivity to metal especially on my ears Mm -hmm. I can wear rings not for like an extended period of time, but if I'm going to like an event, I'll wear, you know, like I can wear rings and just as long as I'm taking them off. But earrings, I can have earrings in my ear for 30 minutes and it's a fucking problem. And wow. everyone's like, oh, is it just fake stuff? No, it's all of them. Mm-hmm. Because I've had people, my grandmother bought me real gold earrings because she was like, I want my do- granddaughter to wear earrings and not be like scratching them off and getting a rash and all that stuff. Got that, didn't work. My body doesn't like metals hmm. of any kind. Did you have anything else? Um, I kind of want to know what the box looks like. Oh my god, is it a big box? Well, I just is it a because, storage here's unit? Here's the thing: like, if I'm seeing the box, if I'm opening the box, and it's an empty box, I want to keep the box. So, like, <laughs> I'm picturing like a very ornate, like wooden box. Um, you know, maybe with like little feet on it, and yeah, maybe I would open it and it would be empty because I'm at peace with everything that I've lost. But maybe, maybe I keep the box. Fill it with things that I don't ever want to misplace and then just have this box full of nice things that I love and value. I don't know. I feel like when I'm imagining this box, I'm imagining a pretty large box because you're saying it's everything you've ever lost. I'm assuming since like the beginning of time, like in my childhood, like that Barbie I misplaced. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I don't want it, but I think that it would be in the box because it's saying everything you've but I mean, ever it's lost. It's got to be like a magic box, so right? So it doesn't have to be large. I don't so it know. doesn't have to be big. Maybe my box is large and yours is small. Who knows? Maybe they're personalized boxes. Maybe. And so, at least for mine, I would like it to be like the size of like a good size moving box, like what you would put a lot of your things in. Yeah, like the Home Depot special. Mm-hmm. Yeah, medium size. And so that's what, that's what I'm thinking. And like maybe there's some sweaters in there and like a portal to another dimension. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, if this was your question, um, you. let us know. Thank you so much. Let us know a little bit more about the box. Because uh, <laughs> I would really like you're to really, hear. I want to know what the box looks like. The box. Yeah, I am. Hey, y'all. This week, we got a little carried away with our Bachelor recap. We just love it so much. We love it so much. There's so much going on, so much happening. So the rest of this episode, about the next 30 minutes or so, is going to be all Bachelor recap. So if you aren't a fan of The Bachelor, now's your cue to stop listening, unless you just love hearing us talk. And we appreciate you. And if you do stop listening now, we do just want to remind you that if you'd like to submit a question for any future episode, you can click the link in the show notes and send us a message there. And we would love to see whatever questions you have for us. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you. And now your Bachelor recap. Yes, Bachelor recap. This is a theme song for our segment. I made it up. Okay. Uh, See, you know what? She makes me look bad. I don't make you look bad. I'm having a good time. I support uh, you. 
eh. And then she gets mad when I do it back to her. What? Uh, do what? Make you feel stupid. I don't make you feel bad. I just sit in my own existence. This is my space. This is who I am. This is how I present myself to the world. Anybody that's met me knows that this is who I am. You know this. You know me to be this, what I am. I don't so know. I don't know I don't why know. you're trying to shame me to our listeners. Why were you trying? Why episode, were you trying to shame me to our listeners? I was absorbing what you jingle. were presenting, which was interesting. You guys can't see this right now, but I'm sticking my tongue out at her because she deserves it. <laughs> you're such a brat. Anyways, I love Becky. And yeah, I love you too. I will. I wish that were true. <laughs> Let's get into the bachelor. If I didn't guess. love you, I for sure would not have let you drive home last night or like I were. I would have let you drive home last night. I would have let you drive home last night if I didn't love you. I honestly, to be fair, I, maybe that's not true. You I mean, I wouldn't this. even somebody that I didn't love. She wouldn't do that. I wouldn't let them she drive home. Because she's not a terrible person. Right. But let's also dispel the notion that I would have driven drunk home. I would have gotten to my car, <laughs> tried to pull off, but realized that I couldn't do it, and parked and fallen asleep outside of but her But what home. I'm saying That's, is I, I care. I would have slept in my car. Don't pay me I care about your driver. well-being enough that I would never even have wanted you to sleep to in have car. been in that situation to True. feel like you needed to she did leave make my sure home that I, and she gave me water and i did sure I toothbrush becky's got extra toothbrushes for guests actually let's do a review of my um stay <laughs> at casa rebecca and ben um the bed is low to the ground it's very low. It's very low to the ground. Actually, mm-hmm. her, the side table she brought in higher, higher than, the, than bed. the bed. Yeah, it's a very higher low profile bed. bed frame. Don't stay over here if you have bad news. <laughs> Don't do it. You won't get up is what I'm telling you. But the bed, comfortable. The blanket, top notch. Nice. Well, I was happy with like the that. abundance of pillows. I love, I love a heavily pillowed yeah. bed. They That's look great. nice. They're very comfy. The hosts leave something to be desired. The what? Nothing. One more time? No. <laughs> like, what could I have done better for you? I don't know. It's just a vibe. <laughs> you know? Some people have that je ne sais quoi. You don't. Okay. In in terms of a, a bread and be- a bed and breakfast? A bread. A well. bread and breakfast. We're not that uh, the bed and breakfast. We are not. Maybe I had the wrong expectations then. Maybe a continental breakfast would have been nice, though. Well, <laughs> I had to work and Ben scratched his cornea. So <laughs> I'm sorry you caught us on a bad and to night. To be fair, I vomited a lot and would not have eaten the continental breakfast, <laughs> even if it were provided. Well, or you would have eaten it, thrown it up. It would have been a waste anyways. So yeah, I, I would think, not have enjoyed that. Yeah. OK, 10 out of 10. Would stay again. Thank you. Feel and complain about it, though, because well. that's what I do. <laughs> okay. Well, speaking of complaining, let's move on to, to our... The Bachelor! Our Bachelor recap. Bachelor recap! This is a theme song for the segment. I just made it up. I'm happy you remembered all the words. Clearly, this was something that you had on your heart for a while. I wrote it. Okay. And I've been waiting for the opportunity. Well, I appreciate it. I appreciate your dedication to our art. You're and welcome. yeah, so let's talk about this episode a little bit. Matt James, hometowns. Hometowns, but in no one's hometown. In no one's <laughs> in hometown. No one's hometown. I get it. 
the panorama. They did the best they could. They did. Yeah. Um. Okay, thinking back on this, do we want to go through? The, I would like us to go through them one by one. Michelle. Oh, they matched. They matched. Periwinkle. Bike riding. Very cute. She, her students. Were, we know Matt works with children. I love it. He was a little awkward with those kids. Though. He well, he laughed every time they had to go. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Matt, why are you so goofy? You They're just children. They're not even here. God, yeah, he's yeah, he's very. But I guess like some people are better with kids. Like I feel like we aren't bad with kids, but I think we're too. Well, we talk to kids as like adults. Yeah, that's true. So the people who don't want to talk to kids as adults are like, ha, ha, ha. oh, your buddy, we're holding hands. And it's like, yes, I make out with this. Man. <laughs> I, I really would. I would be so honest. And it's great when we do one day. That's what kids deserve. The truth. Yeah. yeah and so Matt was really awkward, but I love him and Michelle together. I think we haven't gotten a lot of Michelle content we talked about this last week they're cheating us because she's funny she's, she's oh yeah ham. she is the funny yeah, one she's that's the funny right. one that they cheated that. us of her and so it makes sense that she's still there i love michelle for matt i don't think he's going to pick her but Ugh, i think that either. he should i feel like michelle genuinely has feelings for him and i think they would be an amazing couple they would have so much fun she would help out so much with his organization yes like the they could just collab their whole relationship would be a collab and it would be beautiful so and we would love it we would love it on all the I'm social media platforms i would just i'm would be really on board with that yeah um and they looked really cute wearing they like that color coordinating outfits really or those outfits except for his red undies yeah that was a poor choice but he the always makes one with every outfit it. they could have cut it they didn't need to show us that his undies were bright red they were bright red they really it were it was a problem but everything else he was actually stepping his game up with his fashion this episode so we appreciate it yeah he did much better um after michelle it was rachel, rachel they um went skydiving right okay. which is exactly what you want to so do before like, meeting your girlfriend's parents honestly rachel had like a really right and this is how i feel like we know rachel's gonna win the producers want rachel to win skydiving matt and M michelle what did they do ride bikes to an empty classroom <laughs> they set up with a virtual zoom meeting with children and then a little picnic on the ground. Like, it was nothing. Mm -hmm. It was nothing. I don't approve. I was so mad about that. Um, but yeah, him and Rachel, they're just trying to set it up for the win, even though she's a racist. It was so wild to remember when they were on the plane and she was like, well, Matt, if we die, well, I'm glad we'll die together or whatever. She said something along those lines, I something very tell corny. You, that's just what people say I when can't. they're about to jump out of a plane. I literally, if I, we ever jump out of a plane, I'm not saying that with yes, you because to be honest, Tommy, I don't want to die with you. Okay, well, that's <laughs> fucked up. That may be the worst thing you've ever said to me. That I don't want to die with, with you? With me, I'd be the best person to die with. How? We would be there to comfort one another. <laughs> like Barb and Star when they jump no. off the cliff. But I think we would be great. Like if we got kidnapped together. Oh my God. Oh, they would the bring hijinks. us back so quick. But the <laughs> hijinks. The way that we would psychologically terrorize anybody that tried to kidnap us oh both together. It would Is that the movie? <laughs> us getting kidnapped? It would not. It would, and then it would, Ben rescuing us. 
It would be so no Ben would bust in like he did something and this kidnapper would be in the corner crying <laughs> from his breakthrough that he had because we realized all of this stemmed from the crush that he had on his kindergarten teacher because he has mommy mm-hmm. issues. That would have been yeah. what happened. Yeah. After we convinced whoever it was to bring us Wendy's. Exactly. I just think <laughs> And then got mad at them for getting the order wrong while tied up. Are you? I'm Take not it back. eating this. I'm Take not it back. This. this isn't what we ordered. Absolutely not. Pickles. <laughs> Get out of I here. I hate pickles so much. Get out of here. Okay. So I'm, yeah, I'm sorry. I don't want to die with you. Um, it's rude that she and said that. I don't like, think. She doubled down on it, y'all. I told her to hurt my feelings and then she said it again. So just. Well, I really to know to what hammer type of, at home that that's not how I see myself going out. Well, guess what? We don't all get to choose what happens in life. So maybe murder-suicide now is on my plans for us. So thanks for putting that out there. I want you to know that my last words to you are really going to be like, really, Tommy? <laughs> I'm like, you knew this was coming. This is the only. Honestly, a murder suicide feels like the only way our friendship could end. At this point. There's no. Why does every close friend I have seem like the person that would say that? Every single one. It's got to be this way. <laughs> I can't. Oh man, it's like the bad guy in Tenet. <laughs> I, this is ridiculous. We need to stay on topic. I don't remember what the topic was. The Bachelor recap. Okay, don't. So they're the jumping out of a plane. They're jumping out of a plane. Becky would love to die with me in that way. So in every other way she can imagine. They <laughs> Rachel hit the ground really hard. So hard. Oh my god, she hit the ground so hard. And I feel Which like I'm also like. What was her partner dude doing? Was he just like asleep at the shoot? Like, I don't understand how this happened. They had to make something happen. But then it, Matt got hella dramatic and was just like, Wait, there was a possibility that you, you could have died. You weren't moving for a second. Oh, my God. I can't. The dramatics. Rachel. Honestly, like, honestly, she got banged up. There wasn't even like a chance for a broken bone in that fall. Oh, it yeah. was just like, if anything, bruised. And she was bruised. She told her mom. I could see her maybe of like, because she hit it really hard, like dislocating something. But she's fine. I mean, and this idea felt, that like, it probably felt similar to what? Have you been in a car accident yes, before? I have. Yeah, Many, it probably. Actually. Okay, that's not not my fault. I was a child. My mother got into a car accident. I didn't. And even... her bone came out of her leg. I've seen my mother's bone. Gross. Yeah, she has a metal rod and three pins in her leg. It's a hassle at the airport. I bet. <laughs> I'm just letting you guys know. Anyways, um, I I mean, I think that it probably felt something like that. When you're in a car accident, your whole body is achy and you have like weird swelling and it's yeah. just. And you don't want to move. I mean, yeah. honestly, you shouldn't move until you've been checked out. And then she really still had to take him to go meet her parents. Yeah. Um, And her dad looks like. Great Eric value, Estrada. Eric Estrada. Yes, great value, Eric For Estrada. For no good reason. Look at those brows. He had great brows. You know he wanted to be in chips. Uh. You know he did. <laughs> you know that was his whole thing. I know he's an Eric what Estrada fan. What would be the great value version of chips? What would it even be called? I don't Ranger? know because I... Yeah, what? No. Because it's really just highway patrol. I feel like Chips was already great value police. <laughs> like, I mean, 
it's whatever anyways uh, we don't really like rachel so we don't have a lot to say about her. no we don't we're not rooting for her but we kind of have an inkling that she's gonna make it far, yeah far she did look nice in her blue dress at the rose ceremony she did and she is the only one that matt has said outwardly like to her face to her face that he has feelings for her yeah but he's like falling, he's falling for, for her, her. yuck he has not said that michelle said it to him he did not say it back moving on he several of the other girls had also made claims and he was not there uh, let's go to Brie. Brie, Brie, stunning. We love Brie. Just, I mean, her Gorgeous. whole family. They're just, I loved it. Yeah. Um, we saw with wait with Brie. I think it was just oh, it was her mom and her best friend. Yeah, it was her. And mom her and, and her best friend, friend look the same. And they have the same name. They have the oh yeah, they're both Brie's. Yeah, yeah. So that it's was really interesting. weird that they found each other, but I love it for them. And we got to see. You should change your name to Becky. You know what? You don't have to convince me of that because I really hate my name. No, but I We've love your name. About this. I know. I don't. So like, I take that back. I walk to that be back. Fair, I, would, I would actually change my name to Rebecca. Absolutely would change my name to Rebecca. <sighs> Rebecca is not bad. Yeah. Somebody just told me it was a beautiful name. And it I was is. like, uh, it's. I like it. It seems so basic because it is. It's no, a basic Becky name. Becky is basic. Well, I didn't pick it. Yeah. Well, I mean, you choose to go by it because you could go by Rebecca. I mean, and change, uproot my whole lived experience to become a Rebecca. I go by Rebecca part time. You have a lot more life to live. So I feel like this, if you're going to make a change, you could do it now. So Brie and Brie um, got to reunite. We got to see Brie's mom. Brie got to meet her new infant sister, Mm -hmm. her baby sister. Yeah. And it was crying the entire time. That was crying. Well, the lights are bright. I yeah. would not want to be an infant. Overstimulated baby. There was a whole bunch of strangers. It was weird environment. Hell of people. The, you know, there's the so many people off. on set. Yeah, it was just kind of a mess. But Bree's mom looked phenomenal. She had such great skin. Love she that did. for her. She did have great skin. She looked radiant. Radiant. She just did had a baby on okay. TV. It was just, it was great. I really enjoyed she that. Does, Bree's mom gives off good vibes. She does give off really good vibes. Um, I enjoyed that. And then, yes, she, Bree told matt right that she was falling for him she did and he said i really appreciate you telling me that <laughs> i really appreciate you telling which i me want that. to be my response to so many things now um i don't you know what it is because it's just negging it's just long form <laughs> negging and i don't I ben don't, you haven't asked me anything in a while but be ready for it the next time you ask Becky or say something to, to me people. it's a problem i don't neg anybody she does who and then she gaslights about her negging I feel like this is a really unfair assessment of my character. It's fair. I assessed it. And I'm fair. You're not fair. Look at me. The <laughs> the picture of fairness. <laughs> Always the picture of something. No, but um, Matt's, yeah, I don't like his response, but I get it. The producers are like, you can't be all up in it. But he did tell Rachel. So. Okay. So this leaves us to Serena P. Mm. Serena P's cute. We loved her. We loved her family. Yes, we really did. Her dad, Canadian, which I forgot. I forgot that she was from Canada. I did forget that they had poutine. Yeah, they went to a little bar with uh, Canadian flags. We watched it and tried to sing the Canadian national anthem. I mean, barely tried. Yeah. Uh, All I knew was Oh Canada. Mm -hmm. And that was just because you guys sang it first. Yeah. But yeah, there was poutine. Um, bacon they ate bacon they did eat bacon and a bunch of sweet treats mm-hmm. and then yeah they went on to meet her parents i don't remember too much about it yeah now that, that you're like talking about it i'm like oh no we did sir so you liked serena p's mom i did I like her, her mom too. yeah i thought her dad was funny looking 
Well, he yeah. He has but, kind of like a, you know, very wholesome, droopy face. Yeah. But Serena's sister looks just like her, too. Yeah. They were in that. And then ultimately. Serena, Serena just didn't didn't have it for Matt. He said that she said he's not her person. Yeah. And it kind of felt like I think we discussed that, that it felt like Matt was probably like really wanting to end up with Serena P. Yeah. He seemed like he took it really hard. And he then when cried. I started like looking at the girls, I was looking at it and it felt like Brie and Michelle physically equal Serena P when you combine their features together. And I think, yeah. so I feel like Matt definitely has like a type. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was looking at Serena, hoping that it was, she was going to catch up. You know, sometimes guys just like girls they know aren't obviously into them. And she was like, wasn't. She was I more mean, she distant was, than the other girls. And like, and she was also honest. She didn't fawn over him. Right. Um, she was the only one that, I mean, I don't know if anybody else was uncomfortable with their date, but she was, the, she vocalized that she didn't like the yoga date. Um, cause it was like tantric yoga, right? Yeah. And I think they tried to force her to be like, and she would know. I said that though, when I watched it, I was like, yeah, you're not that much closer than like when you're giving somebody a hug, but that should have been the key right there is that like Serena wasn't into it. Yeah. Because I'm telling you, I see a hot dude that I'm in. Like he doesn't, first of all, I don't have to know him. If he's attractive, I'm not going to mind doing some tantric yoga. You want to breathe with him. I don't necessarily want to, but I will. Really? You don't want to breathe with a hot man that you've seen? If it's Jason Momoa, absolutely. Okay. Jason Momoa is spoken for. Is he? Yeah. Okay. Whatever you say. Okay. So Serena P. excused herself from the competition. She did. And I respect it. I I love that she was honest with herself and honest with him. Um, And Matt took it not well. Yeah. He definitely teared up when he was talking about it. I felt bad for him. Um, but he ended up giving out all three roses, which I also right. thought was like the most boring rose ceremony ever. I don't like, know. I like the rankings. We now know where everyone stands. I guess. It's Michelle, Rachel, Brie in yeah. that order. It felt, I don't know. I just, I'm worried that, I know that you didn't watch the last season of The Bachelor, but that was with Pilot Pete. And Pete chose Hannah Ann. But ultimately, he was still in love with Madison, who, um, I, if I remember correctly, Madison went home on her own because during Fantasy Suites, uh, she realized that he had slept with the other, or he had slept with the other two girls, and she was, like, saving herself for marriage or whatever. Anyways, Madison went home. He chose Hannah Ann. He, he dumped Hannah Ann. It wasn't working out. And then... Um, uh, he ended up getting back together with Madison. That didn't work out either. And he then started dating somebody else from a season. They just broke up a couple weeks ago. But the point is, like, Pilot P had his eyes set on somebody and then settled for somebody else. It was down to the two of them, but it was still, like, really shitty. And I almost wonder is if that's what we're going to see with this season of, like, Matt sort of still pining over um, Serena P, but trying to figure out which I don't know. one of the I'm three. not really concerned about that because I don't think that any of these relationships are going to last. Period. Fair. Like, I don't think that Matt wants to get married. I think he... Really? Um, I think he wants to know. get married. I don't know. The more that I look into this bachelor situation, the more it's v- just like, 
just it's gross like it's gross like all these people know each other that's mm-hmm. how they're recommended that's how they get involved and it just feels like one of those things that like his friends who'd been on the bachelor were like you should do the bachelor mm-hmm. that doesn't mean you're ready to get married it means maybe he would like to date somebody maybe this he feels like this is great exposure for him and like whatever yeah. new avenue he wants to, which is a, a lot of why people go on reality tv shows that's why i don't I don't necessarily trust the relationships that evolve from it, especially from like dating specific shows because they're over romanticized. Like people are living in this sort of bubble where mm-hmm. you're jumping out of planes and getting roses and, you know, like, and you're all dressed up and it's like, yeah, okay. But what about when he's just hanging around with a dirty shirt in his sweats? Are you gross. in it? Yeah, they're gross. I also think that like, um, during, because it is a pandemonium right now, um there are probably there's so many factors that aren't being considered right while they're pursuing these relationships they're in this bubble right and then once they leave are still going to be in the bubble of a confined space until you know the world sort of opens up a little bit more so yeah i don't know uh, we'll have to see I what happens i don't see him getting married that's all i'm gonna say i don't see him getting married but i do have a newfound respect for Matt because he released that statement. He did. Do we want to read the statement? I was going to read it. Okay. I'm not going to read it. Um, But to sum it up, he called out um, what's been going on with Chris Harrison and Rachel Kirkconnell, who really started it because if we can kind of summarize that, Rachel Kirkconnell was at plantation themed. Antebellum parties. Antebellum parties. Very um, post-Civil War. Just, you know. Weird with shit. Con- with Confederate flags. Mm-hmm. She was caught liking some posts that were questionable. Um, so it's brought into uh, discussion whether or not she's racist. Because mm-hmm. she's associating with like things that would be typical of a racist. That are racist. I think yeah. we can. Yeah. Um, and Chris Harrison went and talked to Rachel Lindsay and was. A former bachelorette. Yeah. In case and, you're not <laughs> privy to Batch Nation. <laughs> right. And Batch was, Nation. Uh. I'm assuming if you didn't like Bachelor, you stopped listening at this point in the podcast. Fair. But um, yeah, the he tried to make excuses for it, basically saying like, oh, is it wrong? Uh, it's wrong now. But was it wrong in 2018? Like that wasn't just three years ago. <laughs> that and is so it wild. It gave us some insight that. into Chris Harrison's mind. And I've assumed that he doesn't let black people in his house. He has one black friend. He's mixed. Cannot come over for dinner. <laughs> Doesn't come over. But no. they have dinner at the club. They do. Their families know each other and mm-hmm. are quite friendly. Yeah. They met at the Young Republicans conference. He has likely been invited to his black friend's house multiple times. He doesn't go. He does not go. No. no. But he's been invited. But he won't invite them there. Right. Um, that's what we know. Also about likely has no photos with him. Anywhere. Oh, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. The only photo of Chris Harrison with a black person is Matt. <laughs> And Isn't Rachel that, Lindsay. Oh, and I guess. <laughs> well, and that other girl. Wasn't that there's a girl? Anytime. Outside of The Bachelor, he doesn't associate heavily with minorities. Um, but yeah, Matt James spoke out. He did. said that um, Rachel Lindsay was, you know, giving emotional labor to educate Chris and uh, wasn't really aware of it, of his actions and his words, and neither was Rachel, and called out the Bachelor franchise for not tackling race in the appropriate way. Yeah, because it's been, yeah. you know, it, it, tackling race in the Bachelor Nation has been just sort of swept under the rug season after season after season. Um, so it was inevitable that when it did finally get addressed, 
that we would see um, what we're seeing now. But I think that's a... It is nice. It gave a little bit more perspective. Yeah, um, to Matt. To Matt. And if you guys have the time, take a deep dive into Matt James' Instagram. Because Tommy did that last night. I went along for the ride. Yeah. And I'm here for that. He was very handsome. Full beard. Full beard. Okay. Okay. It was a look. It was a look. I don't love what we're going to see on the Women's Tell All. We saw the preview for that. Because he was bald. Yeah. So that was unfortunate. And not like cleaned up. But um, yeah, I'm starting to like Matt with his goofy self. I'm not, I wasn't a fan. Um, I'm still questionable about it, but you know, he's not as bad as I thought he was going to be. Right. So bravo, Matt. He loves a charcuterie board. (laughs) All right. Well, on that note, I think that wraps up episode four of It's Crazy You're in My Business. Thank you so much for coming back and listening with us. We will be back to our regularly scheduled programming um, next episode. Episode five mm-hmm. will likely surround um, dating advice. So, yeah. So send us your dating questions. We're, we'll, we'd love to tackle them. And if you um, need, if you're interested in, if you want to send us an email, you can email us at it's crazier in my business at gmail.com. If you would prefer to submit a question anonymously, uh, I have the link in my bio on Instagram. You can find me on Instagram at oh that's Becky or on Twitter at oh that's Becky if you just want to see what I'm doing um you can also check out my comedy on oh that's Becky.com Tavi where can people find you in the street tea murder on these hoes all the time time. 10 toes in the paint vent you can find me in the block but also Instagram TikTok Twitter Tavi talks trash there's also a link in my bio it's a link tree full of several links ways to find Tavi is the submission link to submit your questions also link to the podcast also link to my merch support your girl yes absolutely support the arts because even though the boom is coming it hasn't hit yet so any artist friends that you have the best thing that you can do is support them and whatever content it is that they are creating if you have the means please support our dearest gal tavi and all of her dreams monetarily is what i mean specifically but i accept words of encouragement i like those you won't get any merch for the words of encouragement but i'll like it okay well we don't need to talk anymore about how transactional this needs to be (laughs) thank you so much for joining us and we'll talk to you next week Bye. bye